Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Welcome back to BeckQL Daily. PJ Glasser and Joe Ostrowski here with you. We are joined now by Kate Constable, sports betting host and analyst for BeckQL Catch her on Saturdays on BetQL in the action, Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL Network. Kate, thank you so much for joining us. March is right around the corner. Conference tournaments are starting to begin a little bit. I do want to talk about some of the games going on tonight, though. And the one that really fascinates me is the UNC Florida State game because I really think it's an interesting sandwich spot. You have UNC coming off their biggest win of the year against Virginia. And then, of course, they have the Duke game on Saturday. And Florida State just had that crazy comeback win against a really good Miami team. Are you leaning Florida State in this game, or do you think UNC keeps the momentum going from Saturday, and would you take the Tar Heels? I'm kind of leaning Florida State here, not necessarily because I think Florida State is a great team or is the team that we saw on Saturday against Miami. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen again. But I just don't trust UNC. They win one game. It doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden going to be high on them or necessarily should be for anyone out there uh, that thinks maybe this is a big turnaround or the same turnaround that we saw last season. I, I just don't buy them, and I don't buy them on the road either. And maybe that Florida State win gave the Seminoles some confidence coming into this one where they're thinking they can knock off another uh, big blue blood. So I would say lean to Florida State. I probably won't bet this one personally. Um, but taking the points, that's quite a few points at home for a Florida State team that has some confidence after that big win. Uh, are, are you betting something tonight? We've got Baylor, Okie State, West Virginia, Iowa State, or anything else on the board that uh, you've got circled? 
Yeah, Baylor and Oklahoma State. I think I'm just going to take Baylor on the money line. I mean, minus 120, I'll, I'll lay the extra juice here. I know Keontae George likely will not play tonight with that ankle injury, but Jalen Bridges is a player that stepped up huge for Baylor uh, on Saturday. 17 points, eight boards, four blocks. I mean, he's kind of Baylor's dark horse in terms of he's not talked about a whole lot, but he can really impact a game, and he's been playing great lately. So I'm not too concerned with George not being in as long as Bridges, you know, has another game similar to what we saw on Saturday. And this Oklahoma State team, I mean, they're just kind of fading. They've lost their last four straight up. They're also 0-4 in their last – or 0-4 against the spread, that is, in their last four games against teams with a winning record and 0-4 against the spread in their last four games overall. So their confidence just kind of looks shot. I know they're at home. It's a short number, but I'm just going to take the Bears to win out, right? Kate, what are your thoughts on the Big 12 when we get into March Madness? Because it's been the best league in college basketball all year. We'll see whether or not they get like seven or eight teams in. Kansas is really playing good basketball right now. It seems like everybody else, they maybe win two games, lose one, win a game, lose two. So who are some teams that that you like in March Madness from, from that league? Yeah, obviously Kansas. I mean, that, that would be my favorite just because they have been such a good team all season long and a good team against good teams. I mean, they have the most quad one wins out of any team in college basketball and they've played the most quad one games. So they are, they're a tested team. Their schedule has been tough. I think they obviously have a chance to go deep in the tournament. Texas, I would look at too. Uh, I'm not, not sure that they can get past sweet 16. Same with Baylor. Their offense is great and their guard play is fantastic. As long as Keontae George is able to come back. I think they could go deep. The only thing that concerns me with them a little bit is they don't play defense. And you do need some defense in the tournament. As, as much as they've been able to kind of scoop by throughout Big 12 play without being a very good defensive team, I'm not sure that's going to happen uh, when you get deep into the tournament against some of these really top talented teams like in Alabama or in Arkansas or uh, someone out of the SEC for that matter. <laughs> Okay, we started talking about uh, Purdue off-air during the break uh, before coming back there. Um, if, if you want to hit on them, that's cool. But if we're looking at the ones right now, it's Bama, Houston, Kansas. And let's let's go UCLA because you, you would think a lot of the, the, the bracketology is going to change as far as Purdue, even though at the moment most of them have uh, the Boilermakers as a one. So Bama, Houston, Kansas, UCLA. <sighs> Any any of those stand out as being the most vulnerable uh, potential number one seed? I mean, I, I would want to say Alabama, but that's solely based on all the distractions going on within the program mm -hmm. right now. And when you get into the NCAA tournament, uh, media skyrockets or multiplies by a thousand. I, I mean, everything you do is going to be scrutinized and clearly they can't get it together right now. Uh, in, in a simple home game where I'm not sure if you put them in that setting where there's media everywhere and they're going to be digging out every single angle. That's going to be the most talked about team in during March Madness and not for the right reasons. So that's what makes them vulnerable for me there. Um, UCLA, maybe a little bit, uh, but Houston would be the other team just because of their uh, schedule this season. I, I'm kind of concerned with them with who have they played? I mean, they play in a, in a very weak conference. They're not playing the same type of schedule as a Kansas or, or someone like that that I just touched on. I, I mean, that scares me for Houston a little. I know they've been good in the tournament in the past. They have some veteran players. Uh, they've gone far, but those two narratives of, you know, strength of schedule, who have you played, and then off-court stuff for those two top teams, that would concern me for them.
Yeah, you brought up Arkansas, Kate, and I'm with you. That's a team I like because Nick Smith's back. They're getting healthy. Musselman's been to back-to-back Elite Eights with that program. When you look at that conference tournament, I think it's fascinating because Bama will be heavy favorites to win it, but I think there's value on Arkansas. Kentucky's playing really good basketball. A&M's had a great year. And then Tennessee, I mean, defensively, we know what they are. If they can score the ball, they can beat anybody. So when you look at that conference tournament, who do you see value in that you think people might be able to take and you think could win the uh, the SEC tournament? Yeah, I think that's Arkansas. I, I love what they are when their team is complete and healthy. And since Nick Smith's been back, their offense has been fantastic. I mean, he opens up so much for them offensively um, that then their, their backcourts, I mean, Anthony Black's been great this year. Some of their freshmen, Jordan Walsh. And this is kind of Eric Musselman's deal. I mean, he stinks in December Everyone kind of jumps off the bandwagon, and then he comes back in, in January, February, and kind of uh, leads his team into the tournament on a high note, and they've had a ton of success doing that. So Arkansas would be uh, a team that I'm looking at. I don't know quite what to think about Kentucky. I mean, certainly they've turned their season around since the rough start that they had. I just don't know with their depth. I mean, John Calipari played their starting five 38 minutes against Florida the other night, and that was – a Florida team without Colin Castleton. So you'd think that they'd be able to sneak past them a little bit better, but they just don't have a ton of depth. And I know uh, Severe Wheeler and CJ Frederick have been out for quite some time. So maybe getting them back and, and, you know, using some minutes on those two players helps a little bit. But um, I like the momentum that Kentucky has. The depth just concerns me. Last couple regular season games for most conferences, the major conferences here uh, this week. Does your approach change at all? Are, are there certain teams that have built up a resume that you are looking to fade? Are, are you more willing to buy into teams that are on that bubble, thinking that they're going to they're going to be giving that all-out effort going into the conference tournament, or not at all? You're just looking at these last couple regular season games, just like you would any other conference game. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I do add a little bit more value to teams that are on the bubble, and I say that with Oklahoma State kind of sitting on the bubble and me taking Baylor tonight. But <laughs> you've got to factor in a little bit of extra motivation for those teams, and especially if they're going up against a team that's safely in the tournament. And here I am talking about this completely contradicting my pick for tonight. I'm realizing that. But those are, I mean, if, if you have a team, I don't know who Alabama plays their final game, but they're safely in, in the tournament and a high seed. Do they play a team that's on the bubble? And I would probably look towards that team just knowing that they're probably more motivated. Alabama or whatever that top team is might be a little bit more complacent. So, yeah, it certainly factors in a little bit, but I wouldn't use it as my main uh, factor in handicapping those games. Kate, you talk about some of the bubble teams. I feel like every year there's a team that plays in those first four games and maybe like wins a game or two and goes to the second weekend. When you look at the bubble, whether it's that Oklahoma State team, maybe it's North Carolina, Mississippi State, Michigan, like is there a team that you look at and you say if they get in, they could be dangerous? I think West Virginia is one of those teams just because of Bob Huggins (laughs) and his experience in the tournament. They've also got – uh, a pretty big, a pretty good backcourt, a lot of offense. And then obviously, I mean, you got the Bob Huggins defense that doesn't quite look the same this season as it has in past. But I think that just that experience um, will go a long way. Wisconsin, I'm really not high on Wisconsin at all this season, but get them in the tournament. Maybe they could win one game because they're so good defensively. If they catch a team on an off night shooting and, and can really slow them down, I think that could be a team. Um, otherwise, I, the, the first four in, last four out, I'm not really high on anyone where I think, okay, they maybe should have been a higher seed, so there's some value in playing them. I just don't see any of those teams really in that category this year. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting because you mentioned West Virginia and Okie State is right on that bubble, both in the same conference. So how, how they wrap is uh, certainly going to be a big deal as far as that goes uh, for a, a potential 11 seed. What about uh, conference tournaments just – Overall, do you find value in them? Are there certain conference conferences that pop to you as okay? That that's wide open. Um, are are the smaller tournaments more likely to have upsets? Any uh, specific approach when it comes to the next couple of weeks? I think the Big Ten is wide open, and especially because. Home court advantage has been so important in the Big Ten this season. I mean, you can it's hard to win on the road in the Big Ten. Well, now you go to the conference tournament, no one has home court advantage. So what is that going to be like for teams that are are kind of need their fans and, and thrive off their fans' energy to play? That one could be interesting. I, I kind of like a Michigan State in that. I might look at a Northwestern in that. Um, I, I mean, I know – Northwestern has far exceeded expectations, but I still feel like they're not being talked about quite as much um, with some of the big wins that they have. So that's a conference. I do think the mid-majors is a area where you can exploit some teams. And I mean, if you look at, you know, the futures market for conference tournaments, I mean, don't look at, at the conferences where teams are um, minus there's a, the top team is minus 250, like the Patriot league Colgate, they're likely going to win that tournament. Um, but I would go more like Horizon League. You've got Wright State. That's a team that I've loved to bet on this year. Uh, their offense is unbelievable. I mean, they can put up points in a hurry and they can run the score up. So in a conference tournament like that, I might look towards a team that's kind of sitting middle of the pack, maybe has an easy first round game, which they do against Green Bay, or gets that first round by and, you know, 
it's hard to win four games in a row in four days or however long your tournament is. So I would kind of look towards one of the top four teams in a lot of these conference tournaments. Horizon League, love that. What about the Big East, Kate? Because that league, to me, there's been a top five really all year, and now here comes Villanova, and they're getting healthy. They've beaten Xavier. They've beaten Creighton their last couple games. How do you handicap the Big East tournament? Because that, I mean, that conference tournament feels like it's just wide open. Yeah, it really does. And Villanova, since Justin Moore has been back, they've been a completely different team. I mean, he's really... Uh, changed their offense and just their ability to score, their floor spacing. So I like what I'm seeing out of them. They're a team that is not going to come into the tournament with a very high seed, but definitely has a chance to go far. UConn is another one I'm looking at uh, just because they're early on in the season. I mean, they were so good. And I know they weren't playing teams of the caliber of, you know, Big East night in and night out, but they were just dominating those teams. And they're someone in in a tournament setting where you have multiple games and multiple days. I think there's someone who could thrive. But Marquette, that's kind of my favorite and one of my favorite teams going into the NCAA tournament just because they've been so consistent this year. I mean, they're consistent on offense. Their defense isn't terrible. They can step up when needed. And Shaka Smart's pretty good in these tournament settings. So, that's another team. Maybe you don't want to take them. Maybe there's not much value in terms of taking them for the Big East tournament, but I would look at them to go uh, deep in March. Any uh, any teams that we've not talked about that is, is likely to be a non-top four seed that you could see uh, being the big storyline coming out of the first weekend? I love Miami, and I almost like them even more after getting beat in the manner that they did against uh, Florida State on Saturday. I just think that their backcourt, uh, Isaiah Wong, Nigel Pack, one of the best backcourts in the country. And that's what you need in the NCAA tournament. I mean, you need good guard play. They can play at a fast pace, speed teams up, turn teams over. Uh, Their defense is kind of just chaotic in terms of wanting to force you into mistakes. So Miami's a team that I have my eye on, and and I would uh, encourage others to look at them come tournament time. Yeah, I'm big on Miami as well. They got a great coach, Jim Laranega, too. That is Kate Constable. She is a sports betting host and analyst for BetQL. Kate, thanks so much for the time. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Some great stuff there, Joe. I'm so excited, man. March Madness is my favorite time of the year. It really is. And uh, we're only a couple days away from March. We're up against a break. We're going to take a quick timeout. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We're going off the board next here on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 